We are always talking to entrepreneurs who take the most interesting paths uh, to being in the business of the V. And today we're talking to a woman who started as a lawyer and now has created a product that to a certain extent promotes oral sex. And, you know, we don't hear that that much. <laughs> you know, we've heard, we've heard from Microsoft to menopause. We haven't heard from lawyer to laurels, which is the name of her company. I absolutely love that. Well, you know, it's very interesting, Rachel, and so apropos that we're speaking to Melanie today because there was literally just a big report written up in the Washington Post about how the STD rates have actually remained quite high now uh, the first year of the pandemic. Uh, so even though we may have thought people were having more sex or less sex, STI rates are still fairly high. And so I think her product has so much potential to uh, really mitigate this. Yeah, and I've also seen reports that tie into that same trend that that condom usage is going down. So that combination is doesn't sound like it's good for um, the rates of STI. When you are in your office, are your patients asking you about very specific questions about engaging in oral sex or specific activities? Are they looking for you know some? some how-tos about how to go about some of this? How does this come up in the course of a patient communication? Yeah, no question about it. In fact, you know, I hate to go back to the old, oh, oral sex isn't real sex because it actually really is. And, you know, many, many women will have more pleasure uh, receiving oral sex than during penetration. So I think that's something that really needs to be bared in mind. And secondly, the STI risk from oral to genital transmission is real. And people don't often associate STIs with oral sex. So it'll be very interesting to hear about her product. Welcome to the Business of the V. Hello, friends and colleagues. I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck. And I'm Rachel Braunschirl. Each week, we bring you the most fascinating investors, inventors, entrepreneurs, academics, and healthcare practitioners who are making things happen in women's sexual and reproductive health. If you are a woman, know a woman, have a business, or care about your V health and wellness, fasten your seatbelts and listen in to another informative and inspiring episode. We are so happy to have our guest today. Melanie Crystal, who is the CEO and founder of Laurels, which is a really unique product. We can't wait to hear about it. Welcome. Thank you so much. Really happy to be here. So I know you've done this a few times before, but describe what Laurels is. So Laurels are undies for oral I'll have sex. to fix that. I can't have a grammatical error. Now describe <laughs> what Laurels are. Laurels are undies for oral sex. They are for when you really want all of those sensations of oral, but something is holding you back from really enjoying the experience. So a lot of people will use laurels if they're on their period and concerned about mess, if their partner has a scratchy beard and it physically hurts to receive. 
Uh, a lot of folks have faced trauma in the past and having somebody up close and personal is just a little bit too much during oral sex. So laurels are basically ultra thin, silky latex undies. They're the thickness of condoms and you're able to slip them on uh, right before you engage in some oral and you're able to feel all of the sensations through the product, but the product blocks anything that's holding you back. Wow, this is incredible. So I'm, you know, a gynecologist, as you well know, mm-hmm. and uh, there are so many times where I'll bring up dental dams to my patients for uh, protection during oral, and they look at me like I'm from, you know, Mars. Uh, you want me to use what, when? So this really seems to fill a purpose that would maybe be, you know, much more readily acceptable than a typical dental dam. How did you come up with this? And I'd love to hear about whether they are considered to be uh, as STI protective as condoms are, traditional condoms. Yeah, for sure. Um, So actually my experience that ultimately led me to create laurels is a lot like what you're talking about. Um, When I was in college, I was a peer sex educator and I would teach about condoms and about dental dams. And whenever I brought brought up dental dams, people would be like, are you serious? Exactly what they're telling you. You know, you're really expecting me to hold that product, you know, in front of my body or in front of my face as I'm performing or receiving oral sex. That's nuts. And, you know, and it's called a dental dam. It was just such a laughingstock product. And I remember completely agreeing with everyone. Like, why didn't more thought go into this product? It it was almost created as an afterthought. And then later I learned it really was basically created as an afterthought. And that's why it's called a dental dam. Uh, A product that's quite similar has been used for decades to isolate a tooth during dental surgery. And so some condom company owners thought, maybe I can just make this a little bit thinner and a little bit taller and use it for cunnilingus. And that's really the thought that went into this product. And So over time, I realized I I really do believe that women and people with vulvas deserve better. They deserve a product that was created with their bodies and their emotions and their anatomy in mind. Um, And I found myself uh, basically turning down oral sex when I wanted to be saying yes. And I didn't want to use a dental dam. I, I didn't want to be holding that in front of my body like this scarlet letter. And so I decided Um, over time that I would quit my job as an attorney uh, and create this product. Uh, The initial reason that I created it is because I wanted to reinvent the dental dam and create a much better hands-free, sexy, beautiful option. We've been on the market for a few years for non-STI protection purposes, but I'm very excited to say that very soon we do expect that we will be receiving clearance from the FDA to be able to talk about laurels as an STI protection device. Um, and I'm really hoping that that will be coming within the next few weeks or so. So it's a, a very exciting time and uh, really hope that we will be able to get this product out to the hundreds of millions of people worldwide who have STIs that can be easily transmitted via oral sex. They don't have a good option right now. We wanna be that for them. Wow, you covered so many areas. So I just wanna go back to a couple. I would really love you to explain to our listeners what the import is of this being approved for STI. What does that mean you can say? What does that mean you can compare this product to? Um, Of course, it will propel your business, but help people put it in perspective as to what a big deal that is um, 
in yeah, the next absolutely. few weeks when you get clearance? Yes. So we've been a bit handicapped for, for quite a while because imagine if you're trying to sell condoms, but you can't talk about them as it, you know, being for uh, STI protection. Um, we have been describing laurels in for all of the other ways that laurels can be used for comfort and pleasure during oral sex, but we don't talk at all about laurels as, um, uh, as having, you know, a medical impact, laurels is having any kind of health impact. We don't talk about laurels as being a way to prevent transmission of disease or infection. Um, and we don't ever talk about them as a safer sex device. People ask us all the time, particularly uh, particularly on TikTok where um, we've developed quite an audience. It's been a wonderful few months for us on TikTok, uh, but people ask all the time, you know, are these a, a dental dam? And we say, that's the goal, but we're not there yet. Laurel shouldn't be used right now for STI protection purposes. Um, and, you know, that's coming from my background as an attorney. I certainly don't want to step on the FDA's toes. We want to be creating a product that, um, you know, fits all of the requirements of the FDA and the International Standards Organization. So, um, so basically going through this FDA clearance process has been our opportunity to prove to the FDA that we, that, that our product is um, as strong or better than an existing product on the market. And so we had to do a ton of testing in terms of the product's strength, its thickness, um, its uh, you know, whether it has holes or not. Um, and then we also did a lot of testing in terms of biocompatibility. So looking at whether it was, uh, it could irritate the skin or that it was a, a sensitizing product or cytotoxic. So we went through dozens of tests um, to get to this point. And then after the FDA uh, does provide us with clearance, we will be able to say that laurels protect against STIs during oral vaginal and oral anal sex, and um, that they're a way to have safer sex, that they're a dental dam replacement, that they're the next generation of dental dam. Uh, and we'll also believe, we, we believe that we'll also have a broader variety of advertising opportunities at that point, um, because laurels will be like condoms, a, a very broadly advertised item. Sure. You know, I see such a place for this with, you know, the discordant couple. So the discordant couple where one may have herpes and the other doesn't, or particularly oral cold sores and their transmission to the genital uh, location, because so many couples don't realize that this is actually a very common transmittable route. So I think that there's such a place for that. And then of course the HIV discordant uh, couples as well. I think this has a huge place. So two questions that are medical and then we've got to get to the business stuff because this is so fascinating. First of all, is there an issue with latex allergic people? Because this is actually a real thing. So I'm guessing these are made of latex and they're not appropriate for those who are allergic. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we, we do get this question a lot um, on, on TikTok. Um, about five, my understanding is that about 5% of the US population is, aler is allergic to latex. And if people are already allergic to latex, they should not use laurels. Uh, we do intend on creating a non-latex version in the future. Uh, and you know that's really important to me because I want to make a product that everyone is able to use. 
Sure. And I am guessing that they are one-time use and disposable. Is that correct? Yes. And, and did you come up with the color black? I mean, I was fascinated looking at the website just because, you know, black undies or was there a particular reason or just curious? So when or before we first launched, I uh, conducted a survey because I wanted to find out, you know, if you were wearing this undies product during oral sex, do you want it to look more like undies or look more like nothing? And, um, you know, what color do you want it to be? Do you want it to be sheer or do you want it to be opaque? And the majority of the respondents did uh, want the color to be black because they wanted it to feel like sexy undies um, and also wanted it to be opaque. Um, and we do hear very frequently from, from folks who want a see-through version of laurels. Uh, we are actually very close to launching that product as well. Um, so, you know, at that point, we'll be able to have this black and opaque version, and then we'll also have a sheer version so that everyone's needs can be met in their oral sex journey. <laughs> awesome. Without a doubt, we, Alyssa and I spent a lot of time talking about this um, with founders, Raising money in this space um, is challenging at best. When you walk into investors and say, this is a replacement for a dental dam to make oral sex more comfortable, more available, share with us you know, some of the reactions that you've gotten and what <laughs> you've done to raise money. Because we've heard this story over and over again uh, about the specific challenges that face entrepreneurs in this space. So um, we raised a pre-seed round of $250,000 a couple of years ago. And um, at that point, I think that there was more stigma than there is today on sex tech products. Um, so, you know, it, it was tough. I had initially intended on raising more. And then after sort of testing the market, I decided, you know what, we are, you know, our our profit margins are pretty strong. Um, we uh, are very close to profitability at this point. And even back then, you know, we weren't spending a ton of money per month. So I determined that it made more sense to continue uh, with those funds that we had and just put our heads down and work on growing the company and making it as successful as possible. Um, but in putting together that round, I would say that there are a few different categories of investors that are excited about laurels. A lot of people are excited about laurels from the orgasm gap perspective. So uh, oral is three times more likely to lead a woman to orgasm than intercourse. And um, I'm sure everyone here has heard about the orgasm gap and how women are less likely, substantially less likely to orgasm during intimate encounters than men are. And so I really see oral sex as the way to remove the orgasm gap because oral sex is so effective at leading women to orgasm. And so uh, what we found, though, is that 87% of women have turned down receiving oral sex, even when they want it to say yes. And so that is really a lot of people that are turning down this activity when they could be engaging in oral and could be having orgasms. And for a lot of people, it's because they're on their period. It's because, um, you know, their partner has this scratchy facial hair and it hurts or because, you know, they're not happy with the way that they're groomed and they would rather not have their partner right there. Um, there are just so many reasons that people turn down intimacy when they would like to be having it. And Laurel's solve that problem for them. 
Here's today's hot flash. As it turns out, based on a Bespoke Surgical 2020 survey, the average person performs oral sex 5.32 times per month and receives it 5.2 times per month. Interesting. I'm sure people ask this question, but if you are menstruating when you're wearing laurels, does it serve as an, a, a, an absorbent pad or a solution? Does menstrual fluid leak through the, um, through the laurels latex? How does that work? So no leaks. Um, it definitely does not absorb, but the way that laurels are constructed, and it's part of what's patented about our product, um, is that there's excess material in the gusset area that um, creates folds uh, between the outer labia and the inner thigh, and essentially creates a fluid tight seal. So if you uh, want to be engaging in oral while you're on your period and you're concerned about mess, laurels are a really awesome solution for that. Um, so yeah, so basically for the last three years, we've been solving these problems for customers and we've grown so much in doing that where we've grown six times year over year at this point. Um, and we have been able to see so much traction in terms of our comfort and pleasure aspects of the product that that is what has brought in um, those initial investors because they want it to be able to close the orgasm gap. Um, we're uh, likely to be fundraising again soon. And I think that it's going to be a really different landscape, uh, both because the market has really changed substantially. I think there's less stigma in the sex tech space. Also, our personal numbers are much stronger um, and we're you know, experiencing a ton of growth and uh, a lot of revenue as well. So momentum, the wind is at your back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Alyssa, do you have patients come in and ask, if they can, if they're allowed to, what happens if they engage in oral sex while they they receive oral sex while they're menstruating? What are they, do they ask you that? And how do you answer? Yeah, oh, absolutely. So right now, uh, a lot of my patients will turn towards either using like a menstrual disc to try to collect menstrual flow so they don't make a, a big mess. But that's really more related to intercourse, penetrative intercourse rather than oral. Um, at this time, you know, there's really no protective measure other than dental dams, and certainly there would be leaks around that. So I really couldn't advocate for that behavior. But what I see more commonly are just simple things that we don't even think about, like you mentioned, a scratchy beard or whatnot. But most of my patients are concerned about odor. Uh, they don't want their partner to perform oral sex and be, you know, feel self-conscious about an odor. And similarly, the person who is performing oral sex may not want to deal with odor. So that's the thing that I hear about the most. And then, of course, secondly, would be the uh, concern about uh, infection. Um, so it's really great to know that Hopefully the FDA is uh, on your side and coming through with this quickly. I'm curious, although this is the business of the V, I do wonder about the business of the P when it comes to your product. So are guys using this product as well, you know, when they're managing anal play? Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, I would call it maybe the, the business of the B. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So basically- We're already uh, ready for a rebrand, I guess. Right. <laughs> So people use laurels uh, right now for oral vaginal sex and then also oral anal sex. And, uh, you know, people with vulvas and people with penises use laurels uh, for oral anal sex. Um, we, you know, initially created the product with uh, women and with vulvas in mind. And so we 
uh, the, the product isn't really constructed to hold a penis. Um, but what we do recommend to, to men when they reach out and want to you know, receive some oral anal sex, we suggest our bikini style if they uh, basically want their penis to be part of the activity. Um, and then the shorty style, which will kind of hold their penis in, um, which really has been useful uh, for a lot of trans uh, female customers and um, who don't wanna be thinking about their penis during oral sex. Um, and yes, so we, we do recommend laurels for that purpose. Uh, the our current size fits waist and hip sizes 26 inches through 51 inches. So as long as somebody is within that size range, then the product should work quite well for them. I'm guessing these are lube compatible. So that's a huge part of my practice because I see so many menopausal women or women who may have been cancer survivors who really have super dry vaginas um, and are, uh, you know, really relying on lube or vaginal moisturizers for all their sexual play. Right. So I'm guessing as latex products, these are compatible. Yeah, for sure. And, um, we recommend Uber lube. We sell it on our site and, uh, we think it's a great complement to laurels, uh, but really any silicone based or water-based lube will work really great with laurels. Some folks will use lube inside laurels, um, and that's generally for the receiver's comfort. And then other folks will use lube on the outside of laurels for the giver's comfort. Uh, so it really just depends on where you want to be lubricated or not. Some people really like the sensation of laurels without lube. It really just differs person to person. And where will people find laurels next? Now you're selling it to direct to consumer. Do you see a point in the future when you'll be available in retail stores? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've had outreach from big box retail who are interested in carrying laurels after we receive FDA clearance. Uh, and then we also are available in a lot of boutique retailers uh, really across the world at this point. I think we're in about uh, over a dozen countries, possibly near, nearly 20 countries. And, um, you know, also available at urbanoutfitters.com and then several other online retailers. So the, of course the elephant in the room for me is how does somebody go from being a lawyer and seemingly very serious with what you're, uh, we're focusing on at the time to laurels. It just seems like a, a big, big jump. It definitely was a big jump. So while I was working as a lawyer, several of my clients were consumer products companies and healthcare companies. And I remember just being very inspired by their product development process and the fact that they're able to create something out of nothing and bring it to the market. So I kind of had that idea in my mind. And then also uh, kind of the instigator of Laurel's was I went on a romantic vacation and we found ourselves wanting a dental dam and couldn't find one because it's very difficult to locate them. But also I just really didn't want a dental dam to be part of this romantic experience. I wanted there to be something better. So that experience stuck in my mind and then also the experiences and the work of my clients. Uh, and then I also started talking with more of my colleagues and other women, and we were talking about our oral sex experiences, and I realized how many people were turning this down when they wanted to be enjoying it. Um, so basically, I had the idea for sexy dental dam undies, and I just couldn't get this idea out of my head. It felt so much like the thing that I was supposed to do with my life, and... 
Um, it just felt really perfect for me. And I thought about it for quite a while uh, because I didn't know if I was, you know, ready to go into a stigmatized industry. I knew that my family was not going to be very excited about my change in career path. Um, and, you know, I had a very, very stable and steady career. I was on partner track. I, you know, expected to be a lawyer the rest of my life. But I had this idea and it really made me so angry that this didn't exist. Maybe angry is the wrong word uncared for that this didn't exist, you know, and, um, and I, and I felt confident that I could figure out how to do it. And I, and I wanted to do it. I wanted my life to be about creating this product that would help women everywhere have more oral and more orgasms. And I eventually decided to do it. <laughs> Not a lot of companies can say that's their mission, right? Not a lot now. <laughs> so before we let you go, um, one of the things that we hear a lot from founders who aren't lawyers is they wish they had known more about patent strategy and you know some of the really the meat and potatoes of creating a business and protecting a business. How did you find that your legal background helped you avoid some of the, those mistakes? Yeah, so I think that there is a lot of mis my opinion is that there's a lot of misinformation in the venture capital industry and people are very strongly discouraged from getting patents because investors tell them oh it takes too long and you know it'll prevent you from doing you know from growing as fast as possible and I just think that's so short-sighted and ridiculous. I mean like having patents is extremely, extremely useful. And I see that happening, you know, the, the importance of it with other friends of mine who have companies and are, you know, as they grow, they see competitors pop up. And so, you know, with Laurels, we we have really strong IP. It was one of the first things Explain that, that I Explain that to people who aren't familiar with that terminology. We talk about it, but I want to make sure if someone's listening and they don't know what that is. Absolutely. So, um, so we have strong intellectual property in terms of specifically in terms of our patents. Um, so we have three United States utility patents and then one design patent. A utility patent uh, protects you from copying um, the utility or the usefulness of the product that you've created. Um, a design product protects you from being copied in terms of the, the design. Um, generally, people consider utility patents to be broader protection than design patents, but design patents are also, also quite useful. Um, so essentially, one of the first things that I did when I started the company was start working on the patents. Um, and I did a substantial portion of it myself, but then I also brought in a really amazing patent attorney who had a ton of experience with medical devices. And, you know, together we created really strong patent applications. Um, and, you know, patent applications generally take several years to move through the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. And over the course of the last couple of years, uh, the, our, our patents have been granted one after another, after another, and that's been really exciting. Um, it, you know, it protects you to a certain extent from copying. Sometimes people will try to design or create products around your patent, um, or they'll just go ahead and infringe and hope you don't sue them or hope <laughs> that you don't win when you sue them. Uh, but being a lawyer, I feel like, uh, I, be, being a lawyer who also 
uh, knew my product super well and worked with a really amazing attorney who knows how to do uh, medical device patents. We created really strong patents that I think are going to be very difficult to design around. And then also um, our manufacturing process is really complex and difficult as well in an industry that is pretty niche. There's not a lot of people out there who are dipping latex products. Well, uh, you've definitely broken the mold because my <laughs> patients were literally cutting condoms so that they would open them up and use those. And uh, so those days are going to be over. And we had an entrepreneur on uh, on the show in the early days who had a great expression. I always love to repeat it that a woman should have more patents than shoes. So I think that's like a good. <laughs> it's a good mission to. Uh, Ooh, that's going to be out. a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make that. I don't think I'm going to be able to achieve that. But anyway, thank you so much for being here. We're so thrilled for your success and for coming up with a, a great solution that didn't exist in the marketplace. And we can't wait to hear when the FDA says yes. So good luck and uh, keep us posted. Thank you both. It was so great yeah. to chat with you. A pleasure. Good luck. Thanks. Don't forget, subscribe to our podcast at businessofthev.com for the latest trends and trendsetters in women's health and business.